Welcome everyone to today's daily directional. These are navigational messages that help keep us pointed in the right direction. I'm Pastor Bethany, and I'm a learner, listener, and noticer of God. This podcast is a part of the Storytellers Collective. You can find us online at www.storytellerscollective.org. Well, hello, friends. Today we are diving into James chapter four, specifically verses four through six. And I'm going to read it in two different versions today because it's just a really short passage. So this first is in the revised standard version. Unfaithful creatures, do you not know that friendship with the world is enmity with God? Therefore, whoever wishes to be a friend of the world makes himself an enemy of God. Or do you suppose it is in vain that the scripture says he yearns jealously over the spirit which he has made to dwell in us, but he gives more grace. Therefore, it says God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. And this second version is from the common English Bible. It says, you unfaithful people, don't you know that friendship with the world means hostility toward God? So whoever wants to be the world's friend becomes God's enemy. Or do you suppose that scripture is meaningless? Doesn't God long for our faithfulness in the life he has given to us? But he gives us more grace. This is why it says God stands against the proud but favors the humble. So today my attention is drawn towards James' return to the concept of being friends with God. I'll be honest, even though I've read through the entire Bible several times and studied many parts of it pretty thoroughly, I used to think of John 15 as the only place where friendship with Jesus was really mentioned. It's an obvious place because it's Jesus talking about what it takes to be his friend. And John 15, 14 clearly says, you are my friends if you do what I command you. And Jesus's point throughout that passage is that he commands love for one another, so much so that he says the greatest love we could have is to lay down our life for our friends. And we know that Jesus went on to do exactly this. So it strikes me today that James speaks of Abraham being named God's friend in chapter two, and then he brings up friendship with God for all believers here in chapter four. I did a little digging and found that twice in the Old Testament, Abraham is also named as God's friend in Isaiah 41, 8, and in 2 Chronicles 20, verse 7. Abraham believed God. He obeyed God. He stayed faithful to God and did what he was commanded to do, and this made him God's friend. And the difference between being God's friends or not? Well, in John 15, Jesus mentions that we're no longer slaves who don't know what the Father's doing, but we're friends, friends who understand the mission. So when we choose to be God's friends, we get to know his heart, his mission, his way of doing things. He shares things with us. Certain truths become unearthed, dug up, and understood. But James takes the difference between being God's friends and not to yet another level. Here in James chapter 4, James asks his audience, don't you know that friendship with the world means enmity or hostility toward God? That's pretty intense. Then he states, whoever wants to be the world's friend becomes God's enemy. 
Ouch. Friends, do we take this seriously? Do we pay attention to James' warning, the depth of his wisdom, the seriousness of his words? It is so easy to become friends with the world, to do what the world says is right, what culture says is right. It's how we're trained in so many ways. When our inputs are entertainment, cultural considerations, secular education, politics, pop culture, and our neighbors' viewpoints. But the friendlier we get with those inputs, the closer we get to becoming God's enemies, says James. So very real question for us today. Are you being faithful to the ways of God? Are you following what the scripture says? Are you doing as Jesus commands and loving both your neighbors and your enemies? Are you living an upside-down, kingdom-centered, other-centered life? Are you rejecting the norms of the world around you and pushing back against culture with the truth of what God says? I know it's easy to let the questions and the words just slide off, to hear what is posed and to feel the prick of conviction, but just let it roll away. And I ask, please don't do that today. This is serious stuff. If you want to live a vibrant, joyous, peaceful, adventurous, generous, loving life that reflects the glory of God and draws others into the welcoming arms of Jesus, you have to be different. You have to live differently. You have to choose differently than the world around you. It's not easy, but it is worth it. God longs for our faithfulness, for your faithfulness today. Don't worry about yesterday or years and years ago. Those things will be or have been forgiven. Give them back to God. What is necessary in this moment is to lean into the grace of God that James mentions, to humble ourselves and to look to the glory and exaltation God will give us rather than the promotions we might power ourselves into via the world. God is jealously longing to be fully united with you in relationship that goes so beautifully and intimately toward friendship. But the requirements for that are to follow his commands and forsake the world. May the Holy Spirit give you wisdom and insight to know just how to follow Jesus today.